family, I'm so happy to announce the launch of my brand new premium podcast. It's called Ideas That Matter Plus. This is an exciting new development that we've been working on for some time. This after seeing a lot of you request coming through saying thank you for what we've done and wanting more. Ideas That Matter Plus is a more targeted podcast that focuses on business strategies and more high-level thinking to help highly ambitious entrepreneurs, SMEs, business owners and founders, even the CEOs of big business. It only costs 450 Rand per month and will be coming in, but I mean coming in hot. So, subscribe now to Ideas That Matter Plus, now available on Spotify or Apple Podcast Store. Sayonara. It's time to take your seat at the table. Find out how with Vulsi Tembeguayo as we discuss ideas that matter. A catalyst for bold action. Hello, family. Hey, guys. Hope you guys are well. So I've got a question for you. And um, it's a question one of my mentees asked me. And here's the question. How do you build trust? Like, do you build trust or is trust developed over time? When you start a relationship with someone, do they implicitly trust you? Or do people learn to trust you based on what you do and what you say and how you behave? How do you build trust? The truth of it is that um, at a personal level, um, 90% of everything I've done and everything by God's grace I've been able to achieve has been because I have relationships based on trust. My partners across all of my businesses, whether it's my holdings business or my investments businesses or um, various people I've worked with in different capacities, putting together a show, traveling the world, writing a book and publishing, all of this, all of this has been relationships built on trust. And so when Lynette asked me the question, how do you build trust? It really got me thinking. Because for me, I think I did it uh, naturally. It just naturally came to me. Like this is what I should do if I want to learn, if I want to earn from these relationships. This is what I should do if I cherish these relationships. Now, you can go and Google this, like how do you build trust? And you get a couple of tips, right? So this is not a Google 10 steps of how to build trust. What I'm hoping to do is to give you my process and my experience about how do you really build trust? Because I think the central problem that most people have when it comes to building trust is that you try to do something that's not natural. And so what happens over time is the other person, the other party in the relationship can feel that you're playing a character. And talk a bit about that first. So the first thing to do if you want to build trust is stop playing a character. Do yourself a favor right now. Take your phone and go to any social media account that you have. Go and look at the last 10 posts you've put up. Then go and read your profile. That 
That's your character. That's your avatar. That's not you. <laughs> Somebody said to me once, um, in fact, it was a question um, from someone. She asked, she said, how do you deal with so many people who have so much to say about you and they don't even know you? And my answer to her was that the answer to that question is in the question. If you have something to say about Uvosi Tembabai and you've never met me, you've never had a cup of cha with me, you've never had a discussion with me, never sat in a boardroom with me, you haven't been to a braai with me, then everything you have to say is a projection of you to me and you internalizing it. So for instance, there are some people who, you know, watch my content and they go, what is, wh why does Vishy talk like that? Like, this is how I talk, my guy. You don't believe me? Go on TikTok right now. There is a video of me doing an interview in 2002. I was 17 years old. There was another in 2004 doing Mojo with Uzam and Kansan and Gosi, 19 years old. And just go and listen to how I speak. I was born in 1985 and as for as long as I can remember, this is how Vusi speaks. But in addition to this, I'm an international speaker. Do you know what that means? Just think a bit about what that means. It means that my job is to land in Kuala Lumpur one day, then be in Perth, then Joburg, then Luanda, then Marrakesh, London, Abu Dhabi, and fly across to New York, Nevada, Los Angeles, Delaware, and do all of this speaking to people, influencing people, inspiring people, and everywhere in the world I am, people have got to be able to hear what it is I have to say. So, you know, I'm not trying to be uh, spicy, but um, if you vacation in Deben and you want to tell me how to speak, yeah, man. Sorry. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't even know what to say. It's like, you know, I mean, I, by the way, Durban is home. I love Durban. Nothing, nothing against Durban. But, you know, the point is, all of us are who we are. And you have a responsibility to be who you are. So how do you build trust? First, you build trust by just being yourself, man. And trusting in being yourself. Just be you. Don't play a character. Because what happens when you play a character is the following. The people with whom you're playing this character know. They know. Even if they don't know, know. But they know, know. Know what I mean? You ever been in a relationship and you know for sure your person is doing things on the side? This is why they say Jolo is a pandemic. You, you absolutely know this person, ah, they are busy. But you can never find any evidence. So if there's no evidence, how do you know? It's because as human beings, we've learned just the subtle art of survival. We've learned how to read cues 
that are nonverbal. So you read things into tone, you read things into selection of words and language. You'll read things, for instance, into temperament. You'll even read things around availability. I watch when entrepreneurs come and pitch at our fund um, looking for capital. If an entrepreneur hasn't thought about a question and you ask him that question and he doesn't know the answer, but he quickly thinks he must come up with an answer now, you see it. You see it immediately. There's no doubt. There's absolutely no doubt. So you ask a question like, um, yeah, thank you so much for your presentation. It looks really, really great. Uh, congratulations on everything you've done with your business so far. So give me a sense. What's your burn rate? There are three answers to that question. The first answer to the question is the burn rate is X because the entrepreneur knows what burn rate is. They've calculated it and they've got the number. The second answer to that question is, I don't know what burn rate is. What is that? Both of those answers are the, are the most authentic. The third answer to the question is, well, um, we've looked at the numbers and the burn rate is going to be determined by this person and this person. So in the next meeting, I can come back and give you that feedback. I immediately know you're talking rubbish, immediately. So how do you build trust? Well, you build trust by being authentic, being you. Just be you. The second way you build trust is by being consistent. Now, the consistency test, I think, is one of the hardest. Easily the hardest thing to do is to, is to be consistent. And the reason it's hard to be consistent is because life happens. We're all dealing with life. And so, you know, it's like those people who say, if, if you want to have your best body, just go to gym for six months. Six months. <whistles> six months is a long time. Six months is a long time. You know, that's 30 days in a month. Six months, six, 12, 18, that's 180 days. Consistently? That's, that's, that's gonna be a stretch. That's gonna be a stretch. Um, so the test of consistencies, the point is that consistency is, is difficult. But one of the things you learn about consistency is in the beginning, it's really, really hard. The more consistent you are at something, then actually what happens is your body builds up the habit to do the thing naturally. Your body just like does that thing. So the beautiful thing about consistency is that the more often you do something, the more consistent you are. Then what happens is, uh, in my mind, I can almost see the graph, but like mathematically, the level of resistance you're facing to do it declines as you become more effective at it, right? And so this thing kicks in called habit, where habitually you begin to do something. And when you don't do that thing, your body tells on you. Your body's like, I feel like something is missing. You, you ever gotten into the habit of having a, a fresh cup of coffee every morning when you wake up? What happens on the one day you don't have your fresh cup of coffee? Something almost doesn't fit. It's almost as if your body is, is reacting and your mind is reacting because there is something built into your habit that you've now become. That's how you build up the test of consistency. So consistency is about just being consistent. Do the thing even when you don't feel like doing it and do it as if you were looking forward to doing it. This is perhaps the least spoken about message. Stop this nonsense 
this utter nonsense that you must love what you do. I love what I do, but I don't love everything involved in doing what I do. Does that make sense? I love getting on a stage and on a platform and speaking to people. I love the glimmer in their eyes when they get a sense of hope about something that you've just shared. I love that sparkle they get when you share new knowledge or information that helps them change the way they see things. I love that. Tell you what I don't like. In public speaking, we have, in professional public speaking, we have this mantra, for every one hour of content you're gonna deliver, you need to do 100 hours of research. I don't necessarily enjoy the 100 hours of research. I really don't. I mean, I'm, I'm a nerd, no doubt, and I love reading, but I don't, I don't enjoy it. So, I do it, even though I don't want to do it. It gets done anyway. So the first element of building trust is to be authentic, be yourself. The second element is to be consistent. And then the third element, this is the one most people battle with, is to own your shit. Own it. Own your misgivings, own your faults, own your fears, own your doubt, own your screw-ups, own it. I screwed up, it was my mistake, I'm sorry. Own that stuff. See, for most of us, we don't like owning our faults because then it means that we have to fix them. Own it. Tell you guys an interesting story about a fault that I had to own. I hired the wrong people. For one of my businesses, I, um, this is, by the way, I've got to tell you guys an interesting truth. I don't hire people anymore. I've decided that I'm not the most effective person to hire people. So what I've done is I've hired people who are really good at hiring people and I leave them to make the call. I don't interfere and I don't get involved. And the reason for this is when I hire people, I see who people can be at their best. I believe in people's potential. And over the years, I've learned that people are not who they are at their best. Often they are who they are at their worst. If somebody has a sense of malevolence or darkness or any sense of evil, if somebody is a you know, serial liar, if somebody is malicious or they want to destroy, Trust me, if they're doing that in their personal life or in, their, in any other element of their life, they're going to bring that stuff to work. They might not show it at the interview, but they're definitely going to bring it to work. And so over the years, I've learned I'm not the best person to hire. And I learned just hiring the wrong people and watching something I had built almost destroyed. And it took me 18 months, if not more, of hard, long hours and slog to rebuild that business. Now, the only way I was able to do the 18 long months, 19, was because I owned up to the fact that we ended up in the position we ended up in because I made those decisions. I made those calls. I did. I owned that shit. And I remember as we were rebuilding that business and new partners came on board and the rest of it, the conversation came up about, you know, 
what happened to business X version 1.0? And I was like, no, I, I, exact words I used was I fucked it up. I hired the wrong people and those wrong people chased away the right people. Because here's how things work. If you have a Premier League soccer team with 22 players on, exclude the coaching staff, and you hire three people into that team who are malicious, they're gossipers, they're liars, and they destroy. Of the 22 people, I guarantee you those three people will change the odds. Because the first thing they'll do is they'll turn the good people against each other. And good people are good people. So what do they do? They believe everything the malicious people say. This is why psychopaths are so successful. It's precisely why psychopaths are so successful. If you don't believe me, go and read Duke, um, Jordan um, Peterson's book. He talks about this. And so the three people will turn. And in a year, you will end up with one of two scenarios. Either a soccer team that doesn't have all of the team it needs, because when people left, you didn't replace them. Or worse, you will end up with a soccer team where of the 22 people, there's now only three left who are good. And all the other good ones have left. And the other 19 is the riffraff and the rubbish that the bad people bring with them. I said this to the young mentee, and I'll end with this, who asked me the question, how do you build trust? I said the following. I said, the universal truth is that God works through people. So does the devil. <laughs> Think about that. The universal truth is that God works through people. So does the devil. So the question for you to ask yourself is the people in your life, who's working through them now? God? <laughs> or the devil? Because believe me, in the world we're in today, you can be many things. The one thing you can't be is agnostic. You can't be neutral. If they're not doing God's work in your life, if they're not speaking life into your life, they're not helping you rebuild, reminding you how amazing and incredible you are. If they don't believe in you and love you without fault and without fear, if they don't call you out on your own BS, hoping to grow you, build you and develop you, if these are the kind of people who would far rather say things about you than to you, if this is the kind of person you think about sharing your successes with because you don't know if they will be happy for you. There are some of you watching this right now who have people in your lives where you have to curate what your life looks like because that person might not like it. They might get jealous. If they're not doing God's work in your life, they're doing the devil's work. Yeah. Even that best friend day one you've known since you were in primary school. It's human. People change. So, those are my three tips on how to build trust. Good luck. All right, everybody. Have a good one. Cheers. We hope that you've drawn valuable lessons from this week's podcast. To partner with us, visit mygrowthfund.co.za or email info at mygrowthfund.co.za.